everyone. Welcome to Loving This Life podcast, hosted by yours truly, Abby Hillis, founder of ACH Events and co-founder of The Twelfth Woman, an advocacy group fighting for sexual assault survivors. This podcast is about loving the life that you live and 100% owning it and being happy with it. Each episode will include a guest or thoughts to help bring your dreams to reality, understand true commitment in life, and help turn some of your darkest days into the brightest years. So grab some coffee, some wine, or whatever tickles your fancy, and join me on this adventure of finding happiness and taking charge. Welcome to episode 10 of Loving This Life. Hello, we're back. Yeah, I know, I I took some time off. You know, we went on our cruise to kick off 2019, and that was great until we came back with the norovirus, and then norovirus turned into KJ's first birthday, and then KJ's first birthday turned into another virus. So here we are. The Hillises are back in action, and we are ready to, you know... Finally, I think, get our grips on uh, attacking 2019. Here we are halfway through February. So that's why I haven't been around. Sorry for the little hiatus, but we we're excited to be back. And I have a super awesome guest. You guys have probably heard her or seen her tagged in um, a lot of my social media because she did all of the promo for the swag that we had at the podcast launch. So little notebooks and koozies. That was all her. And... She's just been super supportive from the beginning. She helped me with the intro or the bumper is what I learned that it's called. And, you know, she's just been super supportive of the whole podcast and we've kind of grown together. So I wanted to have her on. So without uh, further ado, I have Melissa with Superfly Graphic Design. I feel like you need like music, music. I always wanted to do that. Like, you know, the Jamaicans love that noise. You know, (laughs) anyways, we were on the beach in Jamaica and the cruise and it's like they played that over and over again. My dad was like, enough already. Jamaicans love that. Anyways, welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Do we need to do like a wiggle shake? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Go, wiggle shake. (laughs) You can't see it right now. Well, the people who are on Insta Live can, but we're shaking our nervousness out. I'm over here like chit-chatting with a friend drinking, you know, Dosa Keys. Drink of the choice tonight. So the reason... We're coming to you tonight. The reason that we are recording is because Melissa's been like a staple friend for me through this entire transition. And the reason I feel like we've been so close and gotten so close is because we kind of went through this transition together, wouldn't you say? Yes. And supported each other and really have like seen parallels in each other's lives and they happen at different times. And then we talk about how those different things happen. And it's just been really nice to have someone kind of going through the change of transition together, coming from a very similar background, too. Yes. Which that's like, I think what most people don't realize, like how much that can make you connect. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's like, you've been there. Yes. You've done that. Yes. <laughs> yes. You could feel my pain. Yes. <laughs> and there's very few people that know it. So it's like, wow, someone can actually, like, it's almost like you can finish my sentence because you'd already gone through it and or vice versa. Like yes. I would finish your sentence because I'd already been through that situation or, yeah. Yeah. So it helps. Yeah. It helps to connect. And then we're always like, we're like the same person. This is so weird. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. So weird. Operate the same way mm-hmm. on the same wavelength for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. So 
kind of to explain like what that transition is for those that are kind of just tuning in, basically it's like finding happiness, right? I mean, finding happiness, living life happy, living life with positive people surrounding you and the things that you do that surround you. And I think like taking that leap and feeling so overwhelmed because you don't know what's going to be on the other side and then Mm. taking that leap just, it's like, oh gosh, what am I, am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? But if I don't try, then I'm never going to know. Right. And then it turns out to be something that you're like, why didn't I take that leap sooner? Oh this my God, really? why was, yeah, why was I doubting myself for the situation? I should have just like, I don't know. Yeah. No. But like, I think you also get like in a rut. Yes. And so when you're in a rut, you just kind of go through the motions and you don't even think that like you're capable of doing it. Well, and you get backed into a corner or you back yourself into a corner Mm -hmm. and you give yourself only one outlet. Yes. And one choice. Yeah. And like you forget that there's other options and you forget to have perspective. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I guess to kind of paint the picture of kind of how and what it is that we connect on, I actually replaced Melissa's position of director at Capital Gymnastics when she was pregnant and leaving to have her first baby. Yep. And obviously then that was the position that I had up until the point of having my first baby. Yep. And we both worked in the same position and we both worked in the same company. She was just about a year and a half. No, two years. Two years Ahead of me. What do you mean ahead of you? Like it all happened to you. Like you had a kid, you worked for Capital. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. About two years. Yep. So it's like our lives happened the same way, but at different times, not at the exact same time. Right. Mm -hmm. And we both experienced, we've experienced life, you know, just very similarly to what it was like working at Capital. Yes. And it's very interesting because there's so many stories that are just so very, very parallel. And you think that years later that maybe it wouldn't be the same or it would be different and it wasn't and I think that's hard hard to process that I, that you know you're working for this company that just really hasn't grown or changed and years didn't matter that it was still like the same thing and you kind of like you lose your your side of like why you're doing what you're doing if you like what history tells you it's just never going to change yeah so I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that you know being in a place and being in a position and you're working 40 50 60 hour weeks and you're doing this job for majority of your your awake time in life and you know it just if it doesn't make you a better person and it doesn't make you happy then it's like you really have to stop and reflect and go you know what am I doing if only parts of it are making you happy but the other parts are overshadowing what makes you happy yeah what am I doing mm-hmm. and I think you start like dipping your toes in the water the sand or whatever that saying is because I never say sayings right um <laughs> And you start, like, getting a glimpse of, like, maybe your life's supposed to be somewhere else. And it's, you don't know if it is or not. And you want it to be there. But the, like, unknown is terrifying. And then you just wake up one day and you decide to do it. Yes. And it's, like, I don't even know what an analogy would be. I bet you it's equivalent to almost skydiving. (laughs) Is that in a dramatic analogy? (laughs) Uh, slightly, but at the same time, I, yeah. The aftermath, but it's not immediate. So it's like the same effect of skydiving, but like 
spread out over like months. Yes. Yes. Or maybe even a year. Yes. Okay. So like take- because I didn't actually realize after I had like officially quit quit there because after I had my first son I went back part time right and spent you know a couple days a week there and then when I actually like quit permanently because I had then my second son so just financially with my family it just wouldn't have worked out for me to just go back part time right but when I officially quit I didn't actually feel the difference or it didn't process in like my body yes because I was like okay I don't have to go there physically but like mentally yes. I didn't realize it till about a month I would say really yeah I feel like mine it took was me a while two weeks but yeah it's not an immediate reaction no. it's like an adjustment period very much so yeah, yeah for sure And then I realized, actually, I'm realizing it now as we talk about it, because I rarely actually talk about it anymore. I'm just kind of over-talking about it, because I talked about it so much to my poor husband (laughs) when I was just, like, so upset. But work definitely was, like, my priority, which is, like, why should your work be your priority? Shouldn't, like your marriage be your priority or like family, family, friends. I'm about to have my son. Like that's going to be like, that needs to be my priority. And I didn't realize until just now, actually, like work was totally my priority. Mm -hmm. I thought about it. I did it like every waking minute of my day. What did you also say that you found your identity through work? Like that's what defined you is how successful your work was and like doing a good job at your work. Yes. And That's like I kept from- doing it, I think, because I really just did it for the kids and to see like their beginning and their growth and their process. Totally. And it's knowing a- that I could be a part of that, that's why I kept going back and doing what I did for so long. Right. But unfortunately that didn't that didn't weigh over the negative. The negative overtook the positive. Right. Right, and it gets to a point where no matter how much the positive is, if there's something that's that strong of a negative, you have to yeah. change it. That's what I'm learning. Yes. Yes. Is there's like levels of negativity and tolerability of negativity. Yeah. Which I felt like I used to see it so black and white of like positive and negative. And what I've learned is like there are a certain like spread of positives. There are certain things that are almost like hurt positives. Like you know you need to do them because it's going to be such a positive outlook, but you don't really want to do it, but you do it because it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Versus like the good positives that you want to do and they happen and everything's great. Yeah. And the same thing goes for negative. But yeah, I mean, when the positive is being overshadowed by more negative and stronger negative, it's tough. You start going to a really dark, not fun, happy place and everyone in your life is like not enjoying it. Right. That's what my husband and I realized was like, holy cow, when your work is not reflective of the life that you want to live. Yeah. And the life you, how you want to live, it's hard. What are you doing? Yeah. And I would come home and talk about work all the time to my husband. And my husband does not bring any work home at all. Right. Hillis like, is the same at way. at all. And he like, he would always try to teach me that like, Melissa, you're not getting paid. Stop talking yeah. about work. Stop like. Leave it. Yeah. Leave it at the door. And of course, like, didn't I say that to my employees? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> When you or walk in, athletes, leave whatever you yeah. leave whatever happened that day at the <laughs> yeah. door. And here I am, can't even take my own advice. Oh, that's sad. Uh, <laughs> Some big, oh. big reflections happen on here, I'll tell <laughs> yeah. you. It's crazy. Um, It'll happen for me too. So going from 
both of us kind of working in the same job to both of us working for ourselves, being full-time stay-at-home moms, you know, trying to start and run a business and just kind of experience life on your own dime and your own oh gosh, yes. drive, dime yeah. and drive, you quickly gravitate to those who support a similar lifestyle and understand it. But I think you also, I would say doing what we do and trying to work and be a full-time stay-at-home mom, if you don't have certain people in like at the corner of your boxing ring helping you and supporting you, you probably wouldn't make it. <laughs> Well, it'd be harder probably. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not trying to degrade moms that are just working or moms that are just staying at home. But like, I mean, I don't know anything different, so I guess I can't really compare it. But I just know that I have that like in- pros and cons to all of that. I'm like, well, I would love to be just to like stay home. I'm not have to work. But then I'm like, oh, I would love to be able to just go to work. Oh, and like, I've said this to you on the phone. I'm like, uh, I tell Hillis, I'm like, what would it be like if I just got to get up and go to work the next day and you had to like be here. Yeah. I just can't even imagine that feeling. Yeah. I tell them that all the time. And so I'm sure like everyone who has to go to work every single day miss their babies and, you know, vice versa. The people who are home every day would love to be able to get out of the house a couple days and go work. Definitely. So I think we always want what we can't have and we can always feel like in the moment what we're doing is the hardest when really it's probably what everyone's doing is the hardest. (laughs) Right? Like, I guess, but it's our hard, I guess. So that's whatever. Anyways, we do the same thing. We have the same outlook, came from the same background in that sense, and now life's freaking awesome. Yeah, I do love life right now. Are you loving this life? I'm loving this <laughs> life. I love it when you like say that, you know, like, we'll be hanging out and she'll just randomly look at me and be like, Melissa, and I'm like, yeah, and she's like, are you loving this life? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yes, I am. Okay, so true story. My cousin started that. She came into town for like her, her and her whole family for Christmas, and she was like... And my other cousins, obviously, but this one specific cousin, her name's Mallory. She was like, at randomly, I think I was like, you know, complaining about something, I'm sure. And she'll be like, hey, Abby, hey, Abby, are you loving this life? And I'm like, dang it, I am complaining. I should stop. <laughs> I'm loving this life. <laughs> and it's not as silly to Sometimes fake it. Sometimes you just like have to get some complaints just like out and then you just feel a little bit better right but then you also need someone to be like hey okay yeah why are you really complaining yeah like is it worth it and then by saying loving this life it's a really like sort of passive aggressive but funny way to like get someone to like stop and think oh okay <laughs> well not only you that you can use it on like two different ways like oh, if yeah. you're like legit like having a blast you're like I'm this. oh right and then you yeah well that's how it started <laughs> yeah. and so then now it's like i don't know i just like saying it to people because it's just I don't know. It's funny. kind of that, yeah, that one thing. Y'all should you try it. You should just like shut someone up real quick. If you're ever feeling the urge to just ask someone, are you loving this life? You should just ask it because it's pretty fun. It's actually really fun. We should start that. The we loving should. this life awkward ask movement. <laughs> yeah. And like record people's faces too. Because if like after you say it, you're like, what? what? Yeah. Especially if you've never heard it <laughs> yeah, before. Because that's yeah. how I was. I was like, yeah, I'm totally loving this life. What are you talking about? Like I was so oblivious yeah. to it. She was like, ha, ha, ha. And then I realized what she had said and it was really funny. So one of the... The biggest things that I've learned from going to therapy and meditating and putting the two together is that I don't have to make decisions in my life by guilt. Oh my God. Yes. You know right? what I love about you going to therapy? It's because you tell me what happens in therapy and then I get therapy. <laughs> <laughs> and I get free therapy. Oh my God, y'all. This is the first time she's ever said this. <sighs> I'm dying. I'm not even That's kidding you. Really like true. you tell me advice and you're like, I do. I like, call you all yeah, the time. You're right like, after. Melissa, my therapist said, it's okay to say no. 
<laughs> and yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not even kidding you. I wrote that down in my notes. Like, or like one of my questions. Man. Really? Yeah, I did. Oh, so yeah. Melissa and I, we both part of the episode tonight, we're going to prepare three questions for each other. So we're going to get to that. But apparently that has to do with one of my questions. I don't even know. I'm not even really thinking about what it Well, it's be, like so. one of my answers to the question oh. that I was going to ask you in case you're going to like turn it around on me. Oh. Like, well, what do you think? Oh, no. And then I, I was not. like, oh, I need to know. <laughs> oh, my God. You are so funny. <laughs> I like to prepare, Abby. <laughs> you do. You would always, always, always be prepared. Okay, so anyways, living, not making choices by guilt. And I think that's a really, I'm learning now that that's pretty much how I live my life. Mm-hmm. If someone made me feel guilty or if not doing something made me feel guilty or whatever, I made that decision. Right. Like, it was so powerful in my life. Yeah. And that's then, been a huge thing for me. All of a sudden, I start making decisions that just genuinely make me happy. Right. And it's like, well, it may make someone feel guilty or may make you feel guilty, but that happiness that it gives you outweighs anything else negative. And that's what you have to like focus on is making that happiness and that positive what the focus is. Yeah. It's just so easy to pick like negative over positive, like naturally as a human and sort of like reverse that. Yes. It's like really intense training. It is. It's very much. Like, I imagine it's probably like a dog at, like, doggy school or whatever when they go away for six weeks. Like, <laughs> they want to do something, but they're trained to do something else. Yeah. And, and so like, oh, it's like, oh, oh. do I go for the treat or do I sit like they're asking me yeah. to? Do I go for the treat? You know, like, whatever. It's like, I want to go for the treat because that's what I want. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and so it's like, it's just easy to, like, naturally want to do the, the not harder thing, but right. know that doing the harder thing is the better outcome. I think also, like... When I would choose things that made me feel guilty, it was honestly to always like please the other person yes. because I always cared about what people thought of me and I mm-hmm. always cared about what their feelings were before I even considered mine. Yeah. And to go even further with that, I would say I was so concerned of the image that other people were creating of me. Yes. That me I was too. I had completely lost the image that I wanted to create myself. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All the way. Like, with, I mean, and this is talking about friendships, family, Mm -hmm. like, the activities that you're doing every single day, the conversations that you're having and how you're approaching them. I mean, like, when you make this, like, try to make the switch where you realize you've been such a negative person and, like, focusing on the negative and try to switch to the positive, it is every single freaking thing that you do every single day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You don't actually realize, too... Until you have to make that, like, self-conscious decision of how many thoughts actually go through your mind in a day. Oh, it's I've like never crazy realized it. Because you're, you're always like, okay, I have to really think, do I want to do this? Do I not? And then, like, two seconds later, like, man, now I have to think about this because there's another question I'm thinking right. of. <laughs> and you're constantly, like, trying to process yeah. and, like, reevaluate yes. and process and reevaluate. Yeah. yeah, it's, like, crazy... I don't know. I've been learning so much from doing it, yep. I guess, about myself and other people mm-hmm. and watching other people who do or don't do that. Yep. It's been really interesting. Anyways, it's also been super impactful to both yep. of our lives, our Very marriages, much. our families. Yep. I think we talk, I talked about it with Brandy and then we talked about it. Y'all, we had a meditation night and it was super, super awesome at my friend Molly, who came on, she owns 10th Collection. She has a showcase place. Anyways, we did a meditation night. Y'all should totally come out. It was females only. Sorry, guys. 
but it was a chance for women to get away and just kind of like grow together. Anyways, Brandy and I talked about how, and Brandy led the meditation. She's the one I had on talking about kind of physical therapy and meditation. But anyways, so Brandy talks about how when I started seeing her, my son started sleeping through the night. And, you know, we were talking about the meditation night and we were talking about it, I think on our podcast episode. But when I learned to like slow down and take deep breaths and like refocus myself, I calmed down and my nervous system calmed down. And by us coming together, he started like relaxing and sleeping through the night. Isn't it crazy how kids can sense that? Yeah, it's really insane. And I know it's like even greater from a mother to a baby but even, like, a kid who's not related to me can sense that. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Like, they vibe. They vibe off their energy and their surroundings yes. so much. They don't have any filters to be able oh, to, like, block any of it out. Yep. It's kind of crazy. Well, don't you love it when kids come up to you and tell you what they're exactly thinking? I'm like, oh, really? I look that terrible. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Or sometimes they'll be like, I really like your shirt. And it's like the same one you've worn 20,000 times on yeah. a Monday. Yeah. 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 And you're like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Oh, you sure I wear every day. Yeah. Hey, if you like it, I kind of feel better about myself. Yep. Anyone who works with kids probably knows exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah. So just learning to chill out and and not have to live life on such a high level, like a high intensity. Oh, yeah. That's been like so... I feel like you're like, you've grounded yourself. Yeah, which is funny because I'm so freaking short. (laughs) But it's like, I was this 5'2 girl like living at a (laughs) 6 (laughs) foot. I know my analogies are really bad. I try to throw them in there every now and then because it's literally how my brain works. And so I want people to have an insight to my brain. Anyways, but yeah, I'm like finally back to my height. Like I feel at home. Okay, I'm going to be like super like gushy and you make your dream six feet tall. <laughs> Just reach for those dreams. Okay, I'll work on that. <laughs> I don't even know how high my, t- my dreams and how tall they are right now. I, I haven't even like tried to even analyze that. You know, because some dreams aren't as tall as others. Oh, yeah. You know, like you have real big dreams. Oh, yeah. Big, so there's like your 10-foot dreams. Yes. And then you have like your seven. Yeah. And then you have your ones that are just I mean, a few you inches just, above like, you. Your years of your dreams, like what's your goal in like one year? What's your goal in five years? Totally. Just do it the in next feet. minute. The next three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really funny. What a cute analogy. <sighs> I feel like we are getting so off topic. This Definitely. Is, this is so fun, but that's okay. Okay. Well, you didn't have an outline. I know I didn't have an outline. <laughs> this is a life inside of mine and Melissa's heads, you guys. This is it. Do you want to do the three questions? Do you want to start this? I don't care. Yes. Okay, let's Okay, do which it. one do you want? Okay, these are the three categories. We have a serious one, a funny one, and a one that there's no, like, anything goes. Those are our three questions that we're asking. Okay, this one is like, I'm like, I cannot wait for the answer to oh, this. Oh, gosh, okay. Who is your least favorite famous person, and what would you do to help make them more likable? Oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, they kind of can... I have two. And okay. I mean, they're a match made in heaven. Okay. Hit me with it. <laughs> Where are you going with this? I'm going... Uh, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. 
Yeah, first Kim Kardashian came into my head, and then I was like, wait a minute, Kanye, Kanye is even worse. Because and then the I was like, let me ha- just put them together. They have to go together. Okay, yeah. so what okay. would you do to make them more likable? Okay, Kanye. No, I think they're a package deal. I think oh. they need to go together. Okay, okay. What would you do to both of them together to make them more likable? Put the camera down? <laughs> like, just... Just go away. Yeah. So like, that's equivalent need... to what I was thinking. An island. Oh, oh an island. Put, Put them on, on an island. island. Like, go on Survivor. But, like, no oh, cameras. Oh, yes. No camera crew. Just go on Survivor. Yes. What's that one, like, Naked and Afraid? Naked or Naked and Afraid. Something like that. Like just and you put can't in perspective for them. Like and you they, can't call someone. <laughs> like you can't just call your any person that you have for any single thing that you have in your life. Yeah. Like my left. Well, they pin- have like an entourage like for everything. Yeah. It's like, will you please paint my left pinky toe? This is my <laughs> left pinky toe um, nail painter. She only does my left pinky toe. <laughs> I have one for each toe. <laughs> like that's them. Yes, it is. <laughs> you know. They're like, I'm so oh, glad I picked them. You have you have one hairstylist? Okay. Mm, I have like three for all of the different colors that I want to be. Like so when I'm blonde, I have a blonde hairstylist. Yeah. When I'm a brunette, I have a brunette hairstylist. And when I want to be black. How does she dye her hair so dark to so light? Oh, I think they wear wigs. They have to. Oh, I thought that was actually dyed. I, it's I, probably dyed. I don't know. I just assumed it was wigs because I just didn't believe it was true. Maybe. <laughs> Then they've got a wig person, too, then. (laughs) They're just, I mean, they have a person for everyone. So it would just be so nice for them to not be able to call someone. Yes. So when they need their pinky toe painted, they just paint it. Sometimes I wonder if people, like, when they don't come from money and then they get famous... And it's like, did you forget, like, where you came from? Like, Yeah, that's true. I would kind of expect a little bit more humbleism. Is that yeah. even a word? Ah. To be more humble. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I think we should okay, make humbleism then. a word. <laughs> Add it, Webster. <laughs> so let's talk coffee for a second. I don't know about you, but I am the type of person that unadmittedly makes a pot of coffee one day and maybe even uses the leftover coffee the next day and just reheats it. So not good, I know, for like the best tasting coffee, but hey, gotta do what you gotta do, right? But then I found Trade Coffee Company and you guys have got to check them out. Head on over to their website and take their coffee quiz. They're taking a whole new approach to really just brewing coffee at home. So basically you start by taking a quiz and they get an idea of the type of coffee you like and which beans would be best for you. From there, then they give you these awesome suggestions of which coffees would be the best fit for your coffee preferences. If you're interested and want to try it out, feel free to use the code ABBCHILLIS when checking out and I can get you 50% off your first bag. What, what? So go check it out. Trade Coffee Company. Okay, you have to ask. I don't know. I guess maybe we should we stick to funny then? Oh, yeah. Should we go like same category? Sure. Okay. So ask yours. Well, I want to ask you okay. what your people would be. Or did you agree with Oh, me? we're going to turn this question around. I, oh, well, shoot. now I'm kind, I'm kind of curious. You don't have to just, I don't know. No, I'm. Well, she's going to turn this right around on me, y'all. Let's see. Hmm. Man, I don't know. I'm so dead set on them right now. <laughs> I, I know. That was mindset. a good pick. I didn't that even, a, that just like came out. Go me. Okay. I mean, I'm going to go there. Can I please go there? The only other person that both you and I would pick. Donald Trump. Oh, yes. Oh, God. He's my other pick. Like, actually, I'm gonna, I'll be honest. Okay, when I was that writing the question, that's who came in for me. <laughs> okay. And it's not because, like, it has nothing to do with politics. 
Oh, no. Like, let's pluck him out of what he's doing and put him into any job, into any, whether Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, What's that show whatever. He's, did you watch that show he did? What was it? You are the weakest link. Goodbye. No, that's yeah, not the it. Apprentice. It was, the he apprentice. said, you're fired. Oh, <laughs> you're fired. That's right. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You were so committed to it, too. You're like, you are the weakest link. (laughs) What was that from, though? It was from, like, a game show. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Okay, yeah, no, he said, you're fired. Anyways, The Apprentice. It was The Apprentice. I had the quote wrong. It's the story of my life. (laughs) Anyways, the one thing that I would do to make him more likable. Oh, God, I I can't say whatever my head just went. (laughs) I can't. I'm crying slightly. The one thing that I would do to make him more likable. Mm. <laughs> Delete Twitter. No. Okay. I, you know what I was going to say? No. Make him live with me for a week. <laughs> what? Do you know how much it would be such a struggle for Donald Trump to have to live with me for a week? Really? Imagine, like, what he would go through. No Air Force One, no, again, person to call. Like, nothing. He just had to live with me for a week, and I would, like, be like, hey, Donald, can you, like, you know, I don't know, mop the floor? Oh, my God. (laughs) Hey, Donald, I really can't reach this top shelf. Can you grab the sugar? (laughs) But, like, do it almost obsessively and, like, annoyingly, but it's just, like, to drive him nuts. Yeah. And then him realize, like, you know, I don't know what it's like to live with a crazy person, but he's the crazy person, but I can be crazier than him. Oh. Oh, so you want to up crazy him? So he yeah, has to, to kind of make him see like, hey, people have this to is go what through. you do to people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of a little taste of his own medicine. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, okay. <laughs> God, I don't know how I like that question. Anyways, that was not political at all. That was just because he's just not a nice person. Okay, my my question, my funny question. It's not actually that funny, but we'll see. What's one show that you watch but you never want to admit to people? Oh snap. Do I have to watch it right now or can it be one from the past? It can be any show that you watch that Done. you're like, okay, what is it? Talk Sex with Sue Johansson. What? <laughs> and he'll listen I for some reason. Wait, what is that show? I've never even heard it. Oh heard my God. God. Anyone, please, please hit me up if anyone has watched that show from, okay, it's only, only anyone my age or older would have watched okay, it. Okay, that's I don't, me. I'm older than you. It was like on, not Nick at Night, but like maybe Nick at Night, like late night, like midnight. Okay, what was it called though? Talk, Talk Sex, Sex with Sue Johansson. Okay. Talk and literally all she did was sit behind a desk. It was on video and she sat behind a desk and she, like people called in and asked her a question. Oh, And then question. she answered it. Um, but it wasn't crazy. Like it was some like, some of them were like very like anatomical questions. Yes. Yeah. So I used to listen to a radio show on, like, I don't even know what channel it was, that Dr. Drew did. Oh. That was, like, something like that. And people would call in with the craziest questions. And I was like, is this seriously happening? Oh and then God. he would give, like, his, like, response to it. And was like, oh, that's totally normal. Oh. And I'm like, really? Wow. I did not know that. Eye-opening. <laughs> but I- it was a radio show. It wasn't a TV show. Was it AM or FM? FM. Okay. Like, late, late night. Yeah. That's when they could get away with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't happen anymore. She's clearly not on air anymore. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't do even... think it, maybe it's ratings, not so much like. I don't know. Hillis and I both watched it. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and I'm realizing how problematic that is. Okay. Hey. Whatever. Oh, or <laughs> someone said, sorry, James Harden on Instagram. Someone said James Harden because he plays the worst defense in the entire NBA. He's my celebrity. I have to eat. Haha, <laughs> y'all be funny. Oh, no, James Harden, Basher. Fear the beard. I love James Harden. You do? Yeah, he's Houston Rockets, but he's not my favorite Houston Rocket. Oh. I'm a Chris Paul girl. I like Chris oh. Paul. I was very excited when we got him. Tim Duncan. But. James Harden definitely does not play defense. He is an offensive player. <laughs> Just saying. He doesn't play much defense, so he is right. Oh my gosh, you're so funny. Sam wouldn't even know that. I'm like, ah, whatever. I don't even know if Brian's still listening. Okay. Okay. Um, so. You just asked a question. Okay, yes. Okay, so now my turn. Go for it. Okay, do you want to pick the category? Let's go serious, because I don't like... And then we'll finish with and random. And then we'll finish, yeah. That's good. I like the order. Okay. What is one flaw that you wish was a strength of yours? Okay, I think I I overthink things. Okay. And I am now starting to be more aware of like not giving my energy to things that I can't control. So like oh, it is so weird how parallel we are sometimes. <laughs> Keep going. So that's like that actually helped my like kind of new outlook. Because I used to overthink things all the time. And my mind would race and race and race. And then just recently I'm like, wait, why am I even using my energy on this thought or this topic or this situation when like, I, I'm i not even the person that gets to make the decision on it. So like, why should I even? Right. What? I like, mean, can I really impact this right this second? Yeah. And if it doesn't even have anything to do with me, I'm like, Okay. Deep breath and let it go. Yeah. I'm like, all right, don't even waste the time. Don't. Yeah. So it's been life-changing from like understanding that philosophy with the not feeling bad saying no kind mm. of. Like those are my two don't main Don't overthink things. it and do what makes you happy, not what guilts you. Yes. Interesting. And like, and if it doesn't pertain to me and I have no control over it, then I literally need to release my control. Right. But yeah. release my thought control. But it's still hard to do. Yes. Yeah. It's very much hard to do. Yeah. And Ditto. especially when like people ask me for advice and stuff like that. And I, I do give some advice like about that. And then in my head, I'm like, I need to be better about that. I got to listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like that ever changes though. I feel like I'm always going to give advice that I need to listen to myself. I wish I could like, my husband is a very like black and white thinker. He is too. <laughs> And I am so gray. I'm like all Everything's up gray. and down. Yes. Let me tell you about the 50 <laughs> shades of gray. <laughs> yeah, Because right. I got about 100. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Maybe 1,000. I'm like, I've got a lot. And it scales and it's yeah. just like all over the place. And sometimes like I'll ask a question. He's like, well, what do you think? This or this? And I'm like, it's not, it's just- not that easy. <laughs> It's not. And I'm like, I think this is like a female male thing. I swear. Like sometimes I wish I could just think like a male. I know. Because I think women always do that. We like overthink all the time. Overthink and compare. Yeah. Oh, compare. That's bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a bad one. All right. Overthink. Are we flipping all questions around? No, we don't have to. I mean, if you have something to add, then go for it. I know. I'm trying to think. I don't even know if I would be able to analyze mine (laughs) that quickly. 
Because I never, uh, any of my questions, I didn't even, like, self-analyze. I only thought, like, what is she going to say? <laughs> oh. Like, trying to, like, preemptively think what your answer yeah. was going to be. I don't know. I think I may need to think on that one. To come and up with- who knows? Maybe in, like, ten minutes I'll have something else that, like, pops up and be like, oh, right. this too. Right? I'm really bad at that. Yeah. Well. I'm, like, really, really bad at that. But then I'm, I'm also really it. good at this. <laughs> I would like to turn this bad into good. That's like one thing. Okay, let's talk about that because there are some certain things I've learned that I thought I was bad at, but it's, I was literally bad at because I said I was bad at. I used to hate being alone. Like I hated alone time, quiet time. Like that totally stressed me out, gave me anxiety. And and then you had a child. <laughs> and then you're like, true. <laughs> but then I also like found happiness and there's so much joy in being alone. Yes. Yeah. And, and peace. Like there yeah. doesn't always need to be music. But like habitual, you know, like there always had to be noise for me. There always had to be something accompanying me. Mm. There can't just be me and my breath. Mm. I actually found myself today um, starting to do some work at home. And I was just like, the kids were napping and I was like doing some work. And I'm like, oh, it's so quiet in here. I forgot to put music on. Like I was just like in the zone. And I'm like, when I have to do like really tedious things, I love silence. Well, yeah, because you can focus so <laughs> yeah, well. I, yeah. And our ADD mind yes. like, bing, 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 yes. bing, bing. Yeah. All right. Last section. Random. Wait, I have to, I have to ask oh, you mine. You have to ask me mine. Yours. Sorry. I forgot. It's all good. Okay. Hopefully this makes sense. What is a piece of advice or saying that you get all the time that gets under your skin? Okay, we're going there. <laughs> you have such good questions. No, I don't. Yes, I asked I do. you what your favorite show was. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's. It, it I forgot what thing. it was. Sex, Talk something, sex. But yeah. Talk sex. <laughs> okay, the one piece of advice. Yeah, it, like something that people say all the time or like a saying that you okay. read all the time that True. like bugs. And it still bugs me even after like I found happiness. Like it still bugs me when people tell me to chill out. Okay. Chill out. Calm yeah. down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chill out. Calm down. And it's like, I am calm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just communicating something to you that I would like you to yeah, know. Right. But for some reason, you think I'm raging. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calm. <laughs> Calmer than you are. But it's because I'm forward. <laughs> oh, gosh. Right? Yes. You know what I mean? And so oh, they're my like, God. We used to calm get, down, like, calm down. And yeah. I'm like, you're getting riled up because... I'm just being honest. Correct. I'm calm. Correct. Yes. You know, and it's like people struggle and they hate that about me and I still get, I'm still calm. (laughs) You telling me I'm not calm. I'm not going to be calm anymore. You know? (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. I used to get so upset when people would tell me that. Or like, why are you yelling? I'm like, I'm not yelling. I just have a quiet voice. That is my quiet voice. Yeah. That is my talking voice. Oh, what I get, I get this all the time. Oh my gosh. And it, it's kind of the same thing. Or you're so blunt. And I'm like, why does people take that as a bad thing? Well, because it's honesty. The the way that they, yeah, I don't, I don't know. So you know how like people have a filter, like with it not coming out, like people think it's not having a filter and it's like, no, I honestly have this question and I feel comfortable enough asking you. Right. Or if you are asking me a question, then I'm going to give you my truthful answer. I'm not going to be, like, mean about it, but I'm just going to tell you what I think. Be honest. Yeah. You asked. Yeah. But people hate that. No, they, yeah, they really do Because they would sugarcoat it or they would not ask that question, so they assume the same in return. Right. So when you don't provide what they assume, 
they're like not only just taken back because they're surprised, but then they're taken back and they're like, well, that, they take it rude. Yes. And I'm like, you well, know? I couldn't read your mind. I didn't know that was going to upset you. I would never, ever intentionally want to upset you. I thought I was just answering the question. Right. Yeah. It's scary. It's scary how parallel we are sometimes. <laughs> Why does that scare you? Because it's just weird. Like, it's weird when two people are, like, similar. Because people are so different. Well, yeah. But we are different. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you're from Michigan. This is true. I'm from Texas. This is true. That alone makes I you different. I am from Detroit, honey. You are from I'm Detroit. <laughs> you do the D-Town Dougie or whatever that's called. What? Did I wrong quote that too? Dang it. You are on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> on a spicy roll? Like, I don't know. I was thinking of my favorite sushi. Well, I was thinking, like, what are you going sushi? I think I like the rock and roll one. <laughs> Where do you? Oh, gosh. I love sushi. I love sushi so much. I know. We still need to go. We have yet to do that. Yes, I love sushi. Okay, last question. Random. Yes. This one, like, I'm super excited about. Okay, I'm excited about mine, too. Describe a t-shirt that you would, like, wear and make that tells me all about you and your life. (gasps) Okay. What would it have on it? What color would it be? What size? Long sleeve? Short sleeve? Whatever. Okay. What is it? Wait, backstory really quick. The reason I'm asking this is because Melissa makes t-shirts. Well, t-shirts is one of the things that she does and sweatshirts and that type of thing. She puts designs and creates designs and logos and everything and puts that on t-shirts. So I'm asking because she, well, you make some for yourself, but you make a lot for other people. I do. I design stuff for myself and then I never make it. All right. So what would your life <laughs> so like, in a design be and okay, what kind so of shirt? It would probably be a tank top. Okay. Because you are a tank top girl. Yes. And I sweat really bad and I don't like t-shirts. Okay. Like I like the comfiness of long sleeve shirts, but... Pit stains. Yes. Okay. And I'm really self-conscious about that. So, okay. tank top it is. And then, okay, it would probably have a gigantic peace sign on it. Yes. And then in, like, each quadrant of the peace sign, it would probably have something that, like, represents something I love. Okay. So, well, like, one would definitely ha- have to have, like, I'm almost thinking of it like a pie shape, but uh-huh. it's in a peace sign. Uh-huh. So, I've got, like, my family. Okay. Gymnastics, uh-huh. and then maybe, okay, those are like my two things that I'm obsessed with. Socializing? You like to socialize? Very much, yes. Yeah. So like, I don't really know what I would do for that, but. Socializing. Like a group of people. Okay. Of people. Like right. maybe a bunch of people with like their arms around each other. Oh, cute. Okay. You know, something like that? Yep. Social, yes, I do like that. Maybe a beer. And then, definitely a beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then my last one, my last little part in my peep, maybe some form of like music and dancing. Yes. Oh, dancing for sure. Yeah. And music for sure. But those <laughs> yeah, are so like, like artistically together. together. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They definitely go together. Yeah. All right. What color is the tank top? Black. <laughs> yes. I'm really sorry. If people really know me, that they know that I agree with that in so many levels. I am not like a, like, I don't typically gravitate towards black. I am like, if I could have it like highlighter yellow, I would, but that just does not look good on me. So, and black's more slimming. (laughs) So I'm going to go black. No, but it's supposed to depict your life. So highlighter yellow would totally be appropriate. Well, maybe not highlighter yellow, but a bright color. Like, my favorite color is orange, but I wouldn't want it orange because I would just think I was pumpkin. What about a neon orange? Oh, like a coral orange. A coral orange. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Got it. 
That's totally yeah. your tank top. Yep. Yep. All right. With and I'll do all the design in white because black would definitely look too much like Halloween. Mm. Yes. Good call. Mm-hmm. White or any other colors. Yes. Okay. You'd probably do more colors. Yes, I probably would. You like colors. I like color a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Good job. That was like very like accurate. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, from my perspective too. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Yeah. I'm impressed. Thanks. You should make that shirt. I'm gonna try actually. You should. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try. And you should Sweet. make that exact whole thing. Like the the salmon pink orange Yeah. Tank top. Mm-hmm. Wear the summer. All right. Do it. Okay. <laughs> and then on the back I'll put like loving this like episode. Oh my god, like 10. down your spine. Yeah, down oh, the spine. Oh my god, that would be so badass. <laughs> Anyone else who wants, you should make it for their own. Like, they fill in their own quadrants. Oh, isn't isn't that cute? If you guys would want one. Look at you. That would be such a good idea. Wait, can we make one? Can I do one? Of course you can. I want to buy one from you. I'm going to make one. What are your four things going to be? Oh, God. um, (laughs) Let's see. I think I would need something about, like, the sun would be one of my first ones. Yep. Like, if I'm not outside soaking up vitamin D or, I guess, processing vitamin D and, like, seeing sunshine come through my windows or... Oh, my gosh. I just love natural light. Like, every morning, I'm, like, blinds open. It's crazy. I walk around the house and open all of them. Yeah. And it's just crazy that, like, if there are multiple cloudy days in a row, my transition of mood just, like, slowly starts going. And sunshine is just such a big part of my life. So I definitely have a sunshine... And light, like just in general. And then I think I'd have an angel. Oh, that's Because my angels, like all my, you know, close people that have passed away that I really miss, I feel like they're like a huge part of me and I feel them all the time. So I feel like I'd have my angels. Angel, angels, maybe a few of them. And then definitely have my family and friends. I feel like that's all like in one for me. Like my people, my herd. And then, (laughs) you know, I don't know. I'm like super protective over my herd, my people. And then my last one, I don't know. I know it's kind of hard, right? I think honestly, like one of my last ones. It's a good question too, because it like puts life into perspective. Yeah. Well, it's like, what are my most for? Yeah. Yeah. I know like everyone's like now making their own shirt. And also, okay, I would for sure probably have the one that's on the website. That's like the swoop with the long sleeves. Oh yeah. That's so cute. I love that shirt. I love that one in the marble. Yes, the one that you made me for the Santa. The yeah. Santa. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it would be that. It would probably be black. No surprise there. And I think my last one would be some sort of like, however you would like depict like giving and helping others, serving others. Oh, yeah. That like makes me so happy. Like I would love to work for free. I would love to just service people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not need the money. Yeah. To like actually live. I don't mm-hmm. know. I would love to be able to do that. So yeah, that'd probably be my last one because that's. So just you'd me. have like giving hands. Yeah, I have some sort of that. Yeah, yeah. It's like super hippie. Wow. Gosh, listen to the things I'm saying. It's crazy. Your son and your helping hands. I know. With like your angels what? over. Yeah. And then you protect. Yeah. You're like Mother Nature protecting <laughs> your family. I'm like a hugging oh, tree. Oh, see, you you need like a tie dye. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that would be like the opposite of black, but. Yeah, it would be. But I would do like a... <laughs> Not rainbow tie-dye, but like... Like a black and gray like, and white tie-dye. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That would totally be my thing. That would be cute. That would be cute. I'll, really cute. We should try to find one of those shirts. Yeah, have you ever tie-dyed before? No, but we could... Who wants to have a tie-dye date? 
Me. Oh my, I do. Let's There's do like it. tons of different ways to do it. I suck at it, but it's just really fun. Yeah, all I know is the rubber band one. You just like roll a shirt up, rubber band it, but like it's never turned out well, so. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can do it like that, and then there's another way where you can like spin Twist it in it. a circle, and then you yeah. like put all these rubber bands around it. Yeah, but some people are really talented doing that stuff. I know, and I have no idea how it works. Yeah, I don't either. Okay, last question for me, from you. Okay, this question is, and it it's kind of funny because you're on Instagram. Sorry, I keep touching your foot. How much money would someone have to pay you to cancel all of your social media? Zero dollars. I mean, okay, they'd have to pay my bills. Enough for me to live. Do you use social media? You have websites, don't you? Yeah. So then what do you need social media for? That's how you get it out there. That's oh. marketing. True. Okay, so zero dollars. Like enough to, enough to live. Okay. Because that's, I mean, enough to cover, like that's how much I would do it for. And like if I didn't have, honestly, I feel like if I feel like my business didn't rely on it and a huge portion of it, then I right. wouldn't do it. Yeah. Except for like posting pictures of KJ. That part I just do because I think he's a cute kid. But really, who doesn't? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, of their own kid. I didn't mean that of KJ. <laughs> that sounded, who doesn't think my kid's cute? <laughs> I meant that of like, who doesn't think their kid's cute? Like their own kid. Yes, um, I knew what you meant. I mean, I think all kids are cute, but not I'm everyone just like, thinks that. The reason why I ask is I'm on this like, do I really need social media anymore? Because I, I don't know. I've like, always, I tell Hillis that all the time. I wonder if a business like would grow without social media. That's a really good question. Because like, I, could I it grow my, at a rapid uh, or faster rate with social media? Like that's always my question. It's like, yeah, it'll probably grow. Like does social media do that much? Right. Totally. Yeah. That's been a question to my head, like, all the time. Yeah. Because, honestly, I, well, I don't know about you, but I also, I don't have, like, that many people that follow my stuff, like, my personal page to my business pages, but when I go on there, like, when I, like, scroll through it, it's, like, rarely ever of actually people anymore, of them in their lives. It's, like, things, videos they're resharing, or, like, ads, or yeah, different, like, quotes or something that they like just pulled and like reposted and then it's like oh there's their kid Mm -hmm. and then it's like more of that and I'm like what is the point of this I actually just had this conversation with my mother-in-law I was telling her how I feel like society's going to shift again like back to how it was when they were around where people are just going to want to be unplugged and it's going to be like a thing to like not have your phone on you for weeks on end yes and like people have to just get over it yes like, I feel like it's going to go all full circle again because it's gotten so oversaturated and so dependent mm-hmm. that at some point we have to retract. Yeah. You know? Yes. I was just telling my – we were talking about millennials and working with them because she's a baby boomer. Oh, yeah. And, like, understanding, like, what it's like as being a baby boomer in the workforce and, like, watching a millennial come in and learn how to work and do the same right. job that you've done for 40 years. Well, oh, okay, so I feel like it's kind of cool for us because growing up we didn't have it. right. And then now we do have it and we can kind of remember when you were a kid versus now. And like, I don't know about you, but number one, like walking into restaurants and seeing everybody on their phone, on their phone. It's so sad. And they're not having like face to face Mm -hmm. conversations or like if you go to your friend's house or your parent's house or you go to a get together and half the people are just on their phones. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's socially acceptable. Why are you, why did you come here? Like, yeah, I want to hang out with you. I want to like talk to you, but right. I feel like I'm like talking to the wall because you're staring at your screen. Yeah, I'm like, mm. me and my husband have a rule that we don't bring out the phones at 
restaurants with a dinner table. Like, oh, that's a they're good not rule. allowed. And that does not mean, like, they're sitting on the table face down by us. Like, they're, like, off. Like, it doesn't even come out of my bag when we go to restaurants. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a good rule. I think we try to do that. We haven't made it a rule, but maybe we should make it a rule. It'd probably be, like, hard at first to live by. But then it would get easier. Uh, Yeah. It's just a habit. Totally. Yep. Totally. Well, and the biggest thing for us, too, was, like, trying to, like, could we get to a restaurant and have our kid not be on a phone for, like... 30 minutes, 45 minutes, now an hour. Oh my gosh. So nice. So like we just do stuff with him that like we did when we were kids. Like yeah. stacking up the creamers or Playing like. with the straws like, yeah. or the sugars <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Coming yeah. up with a million different games. Yep. Yeah. No, totally. Oh, every time like Hillis and I see a kid riding a bike in the neighborhood, we like clap in our car. <laughs> we're like, yes, you go kid. You go. You probably have great parents. <laughs> Because we're like, they're riding bikes. Like, they're freaking outside. Like, the kid, like there's like a few kids in our neighborhood that like ride around on their little oh, yeah. scooters. You know, like they're like foot scooters. They're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not motorized. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, man. Like the scooter clan. Like, I remember yep. that. <laughs> I don't know. Yep. It's pretty fun. I loved riding my bike when I was a kid. Oh yeah. It was so liberating. Yes, it was. Yeah. Like being like, I'm going to so-and-so's house later. Yep. And you could just go. Yeah. And like guess 13. what? You didn't have a cell phone. Yeah. And no and so one like, could get a hold bah. of you. Right. And it's like, well, unless like I they told called you their household. Yeah. I told you to be home at eight. Well, like I forgot. Is that really what time you said? Yeah. And now like moms can be like, I texted you and said this. I can prove it. And it's like yep. back in the day you could call your mom crazy because maybe she really did tell you now yeah. she can't remember. Right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, they like they can't pull that crap. Yep. Yeah, man, that's crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah, I'm really contemplating. I'm like, I think I want to definitely get a website set up and like see if it is manageable. I think that's a great idea. I'm really interested in unplugging. Yeah, yeah I like that. Good. For I you. feel like I can be even more present. Yeah, being present. That's another one. That's like brought the like surrounding myself with positive things and people. Mm. Is working on being present. Yeah. Yeah. Also, by the way, y'all, I've noticed that, like, throughout the night, I've gotten, like, even lower and lower. I've, like, been fighting a, a cold virus thingy and been super dealing with drainage and stuff. So it makes me, like, have my Sue Johansson voice on, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I want to go home and, like, YouTube this and be like, okay, what you, is this? You're going to love it. Okay. You're going to text me. <laughs> All right, we've probably said way too much tonight, more than we ever would have imagined, but we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for being patient and still coming back and listening after I uh, took some time off. I'm always interested. Please chime in. Tell me, like, answer your questions to us or give us other questions that I can ask on other guest episodes. This is kind of fun. I've never done this before. I liked it. Ask other questions. Oh, okay, yeah. I liked it. (laughs) You guys go follow <laughs> Melissa, if, even if she does take a break. But super fly graphic design. She'll literally make you anything and everything. No, I don't know. She like does anything creative. It doesn't just have to be a t-shirt. Really anything. We did notebooks. For we the, did. And I wrote my questions I in know, my Loving did. This Life notebook. You did. And it's a rainbow notebook. It has every color. It does. <laughs> it's totally you. It does. Mine has flowers. <laughs> it's really cute. I think my other loving this life. I did pick the rainbow one, though, too. Yeah. We picked the same one. Anyways, all right. Well, thank you for coming on here and doing this. Oh, thanks you're for way, having me. You're way more relaxed now. <laughs> I told you. It was going to take me a little bit. Yeah. This was super fun. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back here in a couple weeks. 
Bye. Keep loving this life. Loving this life. Are you loving this? Are you loving this life? I'm totally loving this life. Like, I could keep recording another hour. (laughs) All right. Bye, (laughs) y'all. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Loving This Life podcast. It is because of people like you tuning in each episode that Loving This Life has a purpose. If you like what you hear, please be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. This is how we spread the love and reach more amazing people like you. I also want to say a special thank you to Ella Reed. She so graciously shared her empowering and uplifting song, Walk On, for us to use on the podcast. And lastly, remember to wake up each day being confident with who you are, but also love yourself enough to change for the better. Peace, y'all.